Brothers and sisters in Christ, it's finally here. <laughs> yes. Oh, it is finally here. The Identity Series. I know. I know. You must be excited, as excited as I am right now. I am super excited. We've been talking up this series for the past couple of, of episodes, couple, couple of weeks, couple of months now, I think. It's been a while. And we've been like, it's coming. It's coming. Get ready. Right? And here it is. Here it is. I am Dan with Holy Spirit Soapbox. If it's your first time here, man, lucky you. You're coming into a, a really good <laughs> episode. This is the, If this is your first episode you're listening to, oh my gosh. It's funny because we were going to release the whole Identity series around the new year, right? We were going to say, oh, new year, new me. I know that people say that all the time. And we're like, oh, that will be perfect. New year, new me will identify this way, okay? But the Spirit put on our hearts to do it now. I don't know why, but he's saying, listen, we need to spread this now. Okay, so I'm super excited once again, but here goes nothing. Alrighty, let's get it started. Here we go. This world, I'm going to start off really blunt here. This world has an identity crisis. No, I'm not totally going the way you think I might be going with this, okay? But we are so incredibly divided and confused about who we are. And I thoroughly believe that this identity crisis I'm talking about is the deepest root of all forms of evil aside from the love of money, says in 1 Timothy 6.10, okay? This is the deepest root of all forms of evil. And this is in my opinion, and the Bible kind of, you know, tells us this. We're about to go on a wild three-week ride here or so, a three-episode ride. So I hope you're buckled in <laughs> because how we ident- identify is the purest, deepest root of understanding the biggest reason we are seeing so many horrible things happening in the world and how we can see the opposite start to happen. There is something partially in our control and it's both an easy and a difficult situation to fix. Now, Before we take a deep dive into everything, let's look at the best book in the world, okay? The Bible, all right? So get your Bibles if you have it, if you're able to do so. If you're not, if you're driving, please don't get your Bible and read. I will read these verses, but if you want to read along with me, I'm going to be in Genesis. This is Genesis 1, okay? So very beginning of the Old Testament, very beginning of the Bible that we call the canon, all of the books that we as Christians go by, we're starting way at the beginning, Okay, so here we go. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 27. I'm reading from the NIV here, and it says this. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. I want you to take your focus off of gender or sex at this point for a second, okay? This is not the point I want to make. This is not the point of the identity series. It is, however, addressed in this overall message, but what we should focus on is the let us make mankind in our image in our likeness portion. Why we should focus on this is because we were created in God's image, the definition of good. If you were God, 
Okay, let's just say, if you, if you were God and wanted to create beings to love and show your glory in, you would make them in your image, right? You know that this is this is good. You know that this is love. You know that this is perfect. So why would you not create the same thing in the in something that you love, right? This is who I want them to be to experience the purest, truest form of love. This is how we were made, created to be in God's image and in God for God. Now, when my wife and I were going through our struggles, primarily because of my selfishness, honestly, and my urge to seek the world for satisfaction, I remember a specific discussion we had together about the situation. And one line that sticks out to me is she she basically said, this is not the man you used to be. I don't recall you being like this. It's, it's like I don't even know you. And she was right. Now, fast forward years later, and more recently, I had the opportunity to be on the show called The Chosen. Now, if you haven't heard of it, it's all about the life of Jesus, and it's an unbelievable show. It's a really amazing show. So check it out. It's called The Chosen. And I was able to see so many cool things while I was on and off the set. But, but as you can expect, we had to wear costumes, right? Relating back to the time period. I couldn't go there and like Levi's, you know, to <laughs> be like this guy from 2000. He's wearing like jean shorts. You know, it didn't make sense, right? You had to wear a costume. And then when, when I was in costume, I was kind of looking around at some of the actors, including us background. I was in the background. So I was a background actor and I was looking at everybody and I could see people starting to get into their character, trying to get into character. When they put on the costume, they became that person, that historical figure. Now, of course, they weren't really them, right? But but if you can convince yourself that you were that person, that historical figure, your acting usually reflected that. You were a better actor. You were able to portray that actor, uh, that person better. When I went through my struggles, when Stacy and I went through our struggles, I took on this new identity, a bad one, not a good one. I took on this new bad identity that I created for myself. I put on a costume and I wouldn't take it off. There's this human urge to keep finding who we are. We have all these things like like horoscopes, psychics, uh, books, TV shows, characters, etc. All these told like many things that we try and relate to and start to even identify ourselves within like specific categories. And many of us, if asked, will will say, I'm a father first, or I'm a mother first, or I'm a entrepreneur, or I'm a director at a company, or I am Asian, right? Like you take all these things. I'm a husband first. I'm a child first. I'm a grandparent first, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can take all these things. And that's how people identify themselves first. That's the first thing that they say. And if you want me to be blunt with you, those are all not what God says you are. If you're a Christ follower, not even if you're a Christ follower, God does not say any of us are these things. We do. If you're not a Christ follower, right, finding your identity in any of these things as your soul identity only will lead to a world of discontentment and displeasure, especially if that identity identity suddenly like disappears for some reason. And even if you are a Christ follower and you still take this identity as, you know, I'm, I'm a husband first and that's how I'm, I'm a father first and that's how I'm going to take it. 
you know, honestly, and I pray it never happens, but if, if that identity somehow disappears from, from earth, if all of a sudden you're not a husband or a father or anything anymore, now what? Now, don't get me wrong. We do have roles to play, but those are not our true identities. Roles and identities are separate, the two things. They're just roles that we're called to play for a short time, a long time, or yes, the rest of our lives. And when we are called is up to the director or God. We have roles to play, but they are not our identity. Now, one could also argue that, hey, Jesus is just another category. And that's not true. This is much deeper than that. We are supposed to identify ourselves in the very nature that we were created. If you're an atheist or a non-believer, shoot, even if you're a Christ follower and you, you found out or you found out previously that you're created by something, wouldn't it be best to listen to that creator? Like, let's pretend that you, for your whole life, you're like, I, I don't know how we're created. The only creation I know is from my mom and dad and from my grandparents and then their grandparents and their parents and all these things, right? Like, that's how I know. No, but what if you, you found out there's a creator, that there's a creator that created everything, including you? Wouldn't you think that it would be best to start to go back to the way or like the ways that you were created that were suggested by the creator? It's funny. I, I know lots of people that try different like types of diets. Okay. And some might say they're fad diets or whatever you want to call them, but I, diet like food diets. And a lot of them, not even for them. Like they do, they put their dogs on diets. Or they buy specific food for the dog. And it's funny because there's so many types of dog foods nowadays that say, give your dog the diet that their ancestors ate. And why, right? It, why do we do that? Why is that a thing? Going back to the simplest elements of how they were created, these dogs, have a, has a ton of benefits for them. Going back to the simplest element of food. And the same goes for us, right? Some, some people try things like vegetarian diets or meat-based diets only, and they, they think this is how they were created to eat. And they believe that all the processed foods and other things that we try to fill our lives with are not meant for us to eat and go back to the simplest form of, of foods. And in a sense, I get it and agree, but this is not about food, okay? Aside from food, why wouldn't we just go back to how and why we were formed, Knowing this portion of the equation will help us with understanding who we are. And next week, we'll be going deeper into that. I'm sorry. I got to cut it off here. I got to keep, keep you guys all on your toes because it's really important. I want you to really digest this this week. The name of this is who are you? Who are you? And a lot of us might answer that differently. Okay, so... I want you to meditate on these verses. I want you to meditate on what it says here really importantly. Really important what it says, okay? Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 27 again. Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish and the birds in the sky and the livestock and the wild animals and all the creatures. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. 
focus on that. Don't pay attention to the to the gender here. Does gender play a role in all this? Of course. It plays a role as much as it, it, somebody saying, I'm a father first, or I'm a mother first, or I'm a child first, or I'm a grandparent first. It's on the same plane. It's on the same field. We give ourselves these identities. We like to put this comma and then something after our name. Okay? We like to do that, but let's not focus on these specific things yet. Because as we go on with this short series, it's going to make more sense. You're going to be like, oh, I see. Okay, I get it. This is what my identity should be, and then everything will sprout from there. Okay, so focus on that. Don't even focus on the let us part <laughs> when God said let us. That's for another time. Don't even focus about like the fish in the ocean and the, the birds in the sky and the livestock and having dominion over it. Oh, that's why I can go and do this, that, and the other thing. That's not, you're missing the point again, right? Today is to understand where we came from and why. We came from God. He created us in his image and not just the image of facial structure and eyes and nose and mouth and stuff like that no he created us as good that's why he says he looked at us and he said this is good when he created us that's how we were made okay as god because he loves us so much as i i mentioned earlier if you were god and you were creating Somebody, somebody that you can overflow the love to show who you are, to show your glory in, wouldn't you make them exactly like you? Now, I'm not saying that we're God. We are not. God is all-powerful. God is the creator. But then he's like, I'm going to make this beautiful creature that I love so much, and I'm going to make him and her in my image. We were made to be united under God, and fully trusting in Him. Because of His love, we love. When He moves, we move. When He is still, we are still. It's one fluid motion because we are God's. We belong to Him and we were made for Him. So, we're going to be doing one question each episode. Usually we don't do three, but we're hoping that by the end of this, you have a better understanding of what your, your identity really is. Feel free to write down the answer to this and refer back to it later. And be truthful here. Here's your question. Be truthful, okay? What is your identity? Basically, who are you? Thank you for joining in today. I hope you're enjoying this so far. I know it's it's just the beginning. And there's only a few more episodes of this, but I really, really want to stress the importance of identity here. So if you love... Holy Spirit Soapbox, it would be really awesome if you can go and give us five stars on your, your favorite podcast platform. Spread the word of Jesus Christ, first and foremost. But then also if you could spread the word of Holy Spirit Soapbox to all your friends or family, people that are Christians, that are non-Christians, it doesn't matter. God is for everyone. Never forget that. Because we were made in God's image. So of course God is for everyone because everyone belongs to God. So... I want to pray over everybody. If you could take your prayer posture, whatever it looks like, whatever helps you get closer to God, whatever helps you build on that relationship with God when you're talking to him, take that posture if it's safe to do so, and let's talk to our creator. Our Father, holy are you, 
and amazing are you and everything that's just beautiful is is you. You are good and thank you for giving us the opportunity to be here today. Thank you for creating us the way you created us. No matter where we are in life and no matter what we look like or how we feel, thank you for creating us for you because you created us to be with you forever. We were made to be eternal. You wanted us to be eternal, but we walked away from you and we pray that you can continue to forgive us of our debts against you. Forgive us for walking away from our true identities and we want to know who we are. We want to know who we are in you. Father, we pray that you continue to lead us away from the things that cause us to have other identities that just have no benefit to the kingdom of heaven. We want these identities to be just solely in you. We want the roles to be expressed in love because that's what you do. All the roles that you assign to us, we pray, are all given to us in love, that we can understand that they are roles, that they're not our true identity, but our true identity is made in your image. We are good. And we ask that you continue to bless the world with your your good news. And we pray to be vessels to do that. And we thank you and praise you and give you all the glory that you deserve. In Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.